0: Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories, and celebrity guests. Your
1: host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle, and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective, while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the
0: most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this special episode. What an honor it is to be your host, Lip Talk Nation, for almost a year now with just over 50 episodes and countless stories from people who are choosing to conquer their past and live a life in purple. On our most recent episode, we had Tony Odom sharing her incredible journey and story of how she became a fitness coach and teaching people the real meaning of Beauty. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com, and there you'll find more resources such as my coaching, blog, and much, much more more. On our show today, we have a super mom to three boys, motivator, speaker, and author who loves communicating to others the need for community. Ava Montgomery knows exactly what it's like to hit rock bottom and turn her brokenness into beauty. Ava has a passion to help single moms get back on their feet and loves helping women believe in their dreams. She has written a few books now and wants them to find their own superheroes in their life her newest book is called you don't deserve me knowing your worth and realizing you don't have to settle i cannot wait to find out more about this book but before we do welcome to the show ava how are you today
1: i am fine lord thank you so much for having me on the show
0: Absolutely my pleasure. Again, I love your story. I love what you've conquered and what you are doing. But before we get into all of that and your tips for overcoming brokenness, will you tell us where you are from and how you got your start?
1: I am from Vivian, Louisiana. Um, it's a small, small town, probably maybe, a I say a thousand people at the most, but it's a wonderful place. I grew up there. I got my start actually when I was at the bottom. I had lost my job. I went on welfare. I had moved in low-income housing, and I was just determined not to stay there. And so God had been just basically staying on me about writing the book. It was just like tugging in my heart. And I said, you know what? Welfare is not the way to live for anybody. And I was like, I don't have to live like this. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to school, and when I become— sufficient and I become stable, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to tell single mothers and women around the world that you don't have to stay here. And so that's when I just started writing by going through my experiences. And that was one book. And now I'm working on book seven.
0: Oh my goodness, Ava, what a gift it is to be able to write and to communicate your story and your passion. I hear it and I'm sure Lip Talk Nation hears it right now. And there are listeners out there that do need to hear your message today, especially after you decided not to stay on welfare. And I love that. That's such a beautiful part to your story. So I had the pleasure of meeting you a couple years ago, Ava, although it was a brief meeting. I knew I, I wanted to get to know you more. In fact. My sister introduced us, and I want to say thank you and a shout-out to Marcia. She recently told me about your new book, and I knew it was time to have you on the show. So I'm curious if you will share with us what inspired you, Ava, to write this specific book, You Don't Deserve Me, Knowing Your Worth and Realizing You Don't Have to Settle. What inspired you to write this?
1: Um, Actually, I was in a bad relationship. And the guy used to always tell me, he said, you know what, I don't deserve you. And in the relationship, he cheated, he lied, and I stayed there because I was like, I really love this man. And I just kept continuing to put up with all these things that he was doing to me. And so, you know, he just kept telling me, he said, you know what, you don't deserve me. He said, I'm not good enough for you. And so, you know, I just, I left him alone and I just kind of took some time to myself. I said, you know what, I said, I realized that I didn't deserve to have to put up with that. I realized I deserve somebody that loves me, that cherishes me, that makes me happy and that I make happy and that values me being in their life. So I said, you know what? I want to write a book. And so what happened was I took a focus group of me and like probably six of my friends and we got around the round table and all of us had the same story. And I said, you know what? I said, it's time to write a book to let women around the world know that you know, you don't have to stay in a situation with a man, regardless of how he's treating you, cheating, lying, or putting his hands on you, whatever it is. You don't have to put up with it it's just because you think, oh, you know what? My time clock is ticking. I'm getting older or I don't think I'm pretty enough or I just think I have to settle because I got children. You don't have to. So I wrote the book to let the world know that you don't have to settle and that when you can recognize the signs that when a man does not deserve you, just know it yourself and know that you deserve more and know that you don't have to settle for what he's giving you. You don't have to settle for that. And so that's why I just told myself, I'm going to put all my notes in basically my book. And I basically talked to several women. I took like six or seven stories and they all had the same story of pain and hurt. And I said, you know what? It's time to let the world know that you can heal, you can move on, and that you don't have to deal with a man that keeps taking you through changes. And so you have to love yourself more and know your worth.
0: You just hit a few things right on the nose, a very sensitive matter, in fact, and and that's what Life in Purple is all about, the way that we talk to ourselves, and, and you just said it. You feel like you're not good enough or you're not pretty enough, and it's so amazing, and it shouldn't be, but it is that many women have the same story. In fact, that you had this focus group, you're sitting around the table, and you find out that all of you have experienced the same thing, the same story. That's not good, and what is good, though, from this is you deciding to write this book to let the world know, like you said, that you don't have to deal with the pain anymore, and and I can't wait to find out the steps that you took to conquer your own pain, but before we do, what have been some of your own obstacles that you had to overcome before you could write this book?
1: Actually, one of my obstacles was finishing college. So I'm being a single mom, working full-time, I used to have to go to work 8 to 5 and then get off work and go to school from 5, 5.30 to 10. But in the meantime, I had to leave work, go home, cook dinner, take care of the kids, get them to the daycare, then go to school from 5 to 10, then run home, and the school was an hour away from where I lived. So then I had to run back home, and I had to do this for two and a half years straight. And I said, okay, I'm I'm, I'm almost done. And so once I got my bachelor's degree, I said, yes, I've accomplished that. So now went back to college, and now working on my master's, And so between that, working, actually going around volunteering, speaking to women, doing my book signings it was like I had to get all that under wraps and I say in the meantime while I had like a break I was steady writing down things I was steady writing down and at the same time having a listening ear to women that I meet randomly that walk up to me and tell me their stories and I remember one night I was in Walmart and a woman was there she was so broken and she told me she said I put up with the man that I'm with because I don't feel like I'm gonna, I'm able to get anybody else and he tells me that no one else will want me because I have four children and I told her i said you know what you're beautiful i said don't let him put in your mind that you're not able i said you are able i said god made you beautiful you're beautiful inside and out and i said don't settle i said you don't have to settle and so a long time ago my dad told me he said the way the reason this man is treating you like this he said is because you're present and i said i didn't understand what do you mean and he says your presence is his approval that what he's doing is okay because he's not he knows you're not going to go nowhere if you're there And I said, wow, that was mind-boggling to me because I said that my presence showed him that it's okay. So I told my my dad, "Say real strength is moving on and leaving this man alone. So, you know, after that, I came to myself and I said, you know what, that's what real strength is. And so I relayed that same message to the woman that I was talking to in Walmart. And I said, love yourself enough to know that you deserve better. I said, leaving is strength, not staying. Staying is weakness. And so a week later, I saw the same lady in Walmart and she came and gave me a big hug. And she said, you know what? Hey, I took your advice and I left him. She said, because you know what? I feel so much freer. She said, "And I'm at peace because if, if you lose your peace in a relationship, you're not happy. You start losing weight. You start doubting yourself. You start losing your hair. Story, so many side effects, so many things start happening to you. Your self-esteem is under your feet. But if you love yourself enough to say, you know what, hey, regardless of how I look, what I'm going through, how many children I have, or what background I come from, or what my past look like, I deserve to be happy, and I'm going to go get it, and put your first foot forward, and give it all to God, he'll turn your life around.
0: I'm going to say amen right there, Ava. Oh my goodness, such a powerful statement right there. Love yourself to know that you deserve better. And one incredible story that you experienced in Walmart, and then being able to share your words of wisdom, even from your dad, to tell you about your presence, lets the man know whether or not you respect them or not, and know your own self worth. And that's exactly what I want Lip Talk Nation to understand. Lip Talk Nation, I'm going to talk to you for just a second. It says started writing things down that's exactly what you said in your answer when you first responded Ava is that because you got so busy your first obstacle was finishing college and now you're getting your master's and you're raising three boys and you're you being a mom and working all of that but you started writing things down which led to you to be able to inspire others so not just by what you were doing but you were remembering what you were doing I love that and and then you're encouraging encouraging women off the street you know in Walmart that is so amazing to me and and I want Lip Talk Nation to also know that this is an episode about knowing your self-worth this isn't about beating up anybody or putting anybody down it's exactly what Ava said is loving yourself enough to know you deserve better such a powerful statement Ava All right, so you work closely with a lot of single moms, and you help them get back on their feet. I think you're a hero to all of them. You are definitely that. And why do you think a lot of women struggle with knowing their self-worth?
1: Because a lot of of us have been in relationships uh, with men, and basically our self-esteem has just plummeted. You know, um, a lot of times it's not so much in regards to being in a domestic abusive relationship. It's not sometimes the, what the physical pain that they inflict on you, the scars or the bruises. It's basically the mental, the mental words that they say to you, because the words can strip you of all your dignity inside. If a man talks about you and tells you you're nothing long enough, you eventually believe him. If somebody tells you all day that you're stupid, you're never going to have anything. Words are powerful. And so if they speak these things in your life daily, it takes a piece of you every day. And being in a domestic abusive relationship myself years ago, I stayed in it for five years. I lost weight. I was down to 89 pounds when I came out of the relationship. I had the scars on the outside. I wore the back eyes the bruises. But on the inside, I was broken. I was lost. My self-esteem was under the road. And I had to love myself. I had to pray and ask God. I said, God, you know, I said, Lord, help me to know that I'm worthy. And when God told me that I'm worthy to him, and that let me know that my worth was not really valuable to this man that I was with. Because he, the things that he was doing to me let me know that if he loved me, he wouldn't put me in positions to talk about me. And he used to tell me, nobody's going to want you. If I, if me and you break up today, who you think going to put up with this? You're stupid. You'll never have this. You'll never have that. You need to stick with me. And I believed him. And so the the, the words that he was saying to me was control and at the time I didn't know it so I stayed because in my mind I was fearful that if I leave him I wouldn't find anybody else so a lot of times women we stay in relationships and with our self esteem under our feet especially if you're a 14 or plus you feel like oh I'm not uh, my body's not the size enough that I want it to be so I'll I'll just endure what I need to endure or I'm not in a position to say that you know I can do better I can't do better I need him right now and a lot of times depending on financial mentally, emotionally, whatever it is, we settle sometimes and we can, we don't have to, but we do because a lot of times we say, you know what, we love him and we'll put up with so many things and so many things and so many things. And you know, a lot of times you look at yourself and you say, why do I keep settling for this? But you know, the answer to it is I don't love myself enough. That's why I keep settling for this man doing me like this or this man cheating me like this. And what happens is it becomes, um, It actually becomes just like you leave this relationship, you go to the next relationship. You go leave this relationship, you go to the next relationship. It's like a domino effect. You keep meeting the same man over and over and over again until you say, you know what? Wait a minute. I'm special. I'm smart. I'm educated. I don't have to deal with this. I love me. Sometimes you have to make that statement to yourself and say, you know what? I love me enough to know that. I don't deserve to be treated like this. I don't deserve to be talked to like this. And I do not deserve to be handled like this.
0: Okay. So you are such a passionate woman. I can hear it in your voice. And I love your message. Words are powerful. And I want Lip Talk Nation to hold onto this Mm -hmm. because you said you had to love myself. And that is the underlying message of Lip Talk Nation, Life in Purple, you do need to learn how to love yourself because those words, you can get in that cycle thinking that you're not worthy and then you're in this relationship where they say you're not worthy and then it repeats over and over again because you do believe it and you say a part of you dies, a piece of you dies every time because I asked you, you know, why do women struggle with their self-worth? And a lot of times, just like you said, it is from domestic violence uh, situations and also that verbal abuse and emotional abuse. And that is something that we need to stop. And and Ava, I have to tell you, I think um, with the men as well, they don't know how to love themselves either. But that's not up to us to change them. And, and I think that's where we can get lost is thinking that we can change them if we just stay with them. And I really love that you said words are powerful. And I love that you said you need to say, I love me. And that's exactly what I had to do a couple years ago myself. And I don't have the same story as you do, but I certainly know what it's like to think that I don't have any worth and and I'm not pretty. So your message again is powerful. Lip Talk Nation, write that down. Words are powerful. So simple, yet so profound. So Ava, for the listeners that are struggling to make ends meet, and this is where we're going to dive into what you're doing right now with the social services and helping people get on their feet. So for the listeners that are struggling to make ends meet and being a single parent, what words of encouragement do you have for them that are needing that glimpse of hope?
1: I can honestly tell you, beauty for your ashes. Regardless of where where you are right now, it's not the end. Don't give up. It's easy to give up. It's easy to throw in the towel. I remember one night, I didn't have but $5, and my kids had to eat. And I remember I didn't have any furniture in my house. All I had was a comforter, and my kids were hungry. And I said, all I had, I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to get this guy, buy a couple of packs of noodles, some vegetables, and I remember getting some fruits. And I gave that to my kids and I fed them. And that night I had to go home and I laid in the bed and I went home hungry because I didn't have, like I said, not the bed, but the comforter. And I laid on the carpet and I cried. And I said, God, I said, if you promised me that I won't have to always be broke. I won't always have to starve and go to bed hungry at night. I said, God, if you promise me that this is not my end, I said, God, I will follow. I will be faithful. I will turn my life around to the way you want me to live my life. I'll never forget that night. And that was a hard night for me because that wasn't just that night. That was weeks later, and I was still dealing with the same thing. Even though I had some little income coming in, it wasn't enough it wasn't enough at all. And so I did not give up, even though I wanted to, I want to throw the towel in. I want to just give up on the world, give up on everything. And God said, I have not left you. I have not forsaken you. If you will just hold my hand, I will bring you out. And I am a firm believer, not because of what I heard, but because of what I've seen him do in my life, that he will turn your whole life around. I went from being broke, my car going out on me, I lost my job, my house, my car, all in the same day. I had to move in the projects. I was living on, actually, the carpet with a comforter. My children, I had them like a little bassinet they were sleeping in and I didn't have anything, but I remember a jug of Kool-Aid water and some eggs in the refrigerator for one night. I remember that so clearly. And I stayed faithful, even though I had tears in my eyes every day, Lord, I didn't know how I was going to make it some days, but I did not give up. Cause that's the easiest thing to do is to quit. You can quit, but you know what? To hold it, to hold on and to stick with God when everything looks bleak, that's true faith, and so I stayed going. I stayed going every day i I got myself up every morning, and i went on I went on to school every day, took my kids to daycare. And I I went down to social services and they were like, well, you want to, we're going to help you with food stamps. We're going to help you um, with childcare. And they helped me with all that. And I even got on welfare. And so that helped me a little bit. And every day I was broke so many days, but every day I got up and I said, today, tomorrow going to be better. Tomorrow going to be better. And so I had to see my dream before my dream became my reality. So even now, When I'm in situations and I want to just say, Lord, it's so hard. I just say, God, you know what? I thank you because the situation is already solved. And, you know, coming to your sister, I met Marsha at a time when I was going through so, so, so much. And she always spoke encouraging words to me. And she always told me, she said, it's going to be okay. God is faithful. And I remember that hearing it so many days that I can tell the listeners that are listening today that if you just hold on and don't give up, remember that trouble don't last always, that the light is coming, that darkness can't always win, and that God is fighting on your behalf. And so I just want to encourage them and let them know that by faith, you can have it. I'm a living witness that if you just hold on to what God's word says, that he will turn your whole life around. He will put you on top and not on bottom. And he will bring you to the forefront and not the background.
0: Ava, what an encouragement that you just gave to me. Oh, my goodness. And I am holding on to the words that you said, tomorrow is going to be better. Your story is so riveting. Again, Lip Talk Nation, did you hear the brokenness that Ava was in where she only had eggs and Kool-Aid and water in her refrigerator, living on just a carpet and a comforter? And I can't imagine what you went through. However, I can imagine what you said with this dream. You know, you said, it's easy to give up, but you also said, I needed to see my dream before it became a reality. Lip Talk Nation, write that statement down because some of you, that's exactly where you're at. Some of you need to see your dream. And so in order to see the dream, Ava kept saying, tomorrow is gonna to be better. Tomorrow is gonna to be better. And she didn't say it happened overnight. I don't want people to think that it is gonna happen overnight because you, like you said, the easy thing to do is to quit. And uh, that's not what we want anybody to do because on the other side of trials, on the other side of pain, and on the other side of this journey that is so painful is growth. And that's what I want Life in Purple Lip Chalk Nation to know is growth. You become a better person. You become emotionally resilient. You become stronger. And I have goosebumps right now, Ava. Yes, this is such a powerful thing. God said, I will not leave you. I want I want the world to know that. That is so powerful. But what you said that stands out to me the most right now is that you needed to see your dream before it became reality. So Lip Talk Nation, it's gonna get better. I promise you, it's gonna get better if you are in a dark place right now. So Ava, clearly, you have a lot of passion and you love helping others, especially those single moms. And I know that you have a good support system. Will you share with us some of your heroes? Who are some of your heroes, Ava?
1: Actually, my parents, um, my mom and my dad. This year, recently in March, um, my dad passed away. That was a part, a day in my life where I felt like, I don't know, I just couldn't, I can't even put it into words. It broke my heart into 27 pieces and uh, because it was so unexpected. And he's my hero. He's always been my hero. Even now that he's gone, I remember things that he spoke to me that pushed me on so many days. And I remember that my dad told me, you know, he said to be present, he said to be active from the body is to be present with the Lord. And he says that no matter what happens in my life, if God allows it, I trust God. And so I lost my dad. His life spoke so much to me because it was even though I was hurting, I remember telling God, I said, Lord, you will not bring pain without a purpose. And I remember that that my dad used to tell me that. And so I told God, I said, Lord, I praise you. I remember that was the day before his funeral with tears in my eyes. And I said, I praise you because I know that if you allowed this, that there is a purpose that I can't see, but I know that what you do in my life is not for my bad, but it's always for my good. And my dad was always a hard worker. He told me so many days not to give up. He pushed me on. He held my hand. He encouraged me. He uplifted me. Him and my mom both. They are my heroes. He was my Superman. He was the. He was a man. He didn't have. He didn't have. Uh, laser beams. He didn't have, he couldn't fly around the world. He didn't have an or uncle Ben. You know, he didn't have super extra superhero power but he was my superman and he was all that to me he I could always call on him and to lose him devastated my world I remember days after I lost my dad I just kept going to his graveyard just crying and crying and telling God I said god I, I said all the things that I've endured in my life I've, in my life I've never handled a loss this great and so that was burst that's what burst my sixth book called God needed my Superman and basically it was work that God needed to doing on in heaven that only my dad could do and even though it hurt me to lose my dad I trust God's will no matter what comes no matter what goes God is faithful and so even though it hurts I trust God I trust God and those two are my heroes they are my heroes they have showed me how to endure things that I never thought that I can endure
0: Ava, what a loss that you have experienced. I haven't personally experienced that kind of a loss, but I know so many of the listeners have and know exactly how you felt crying at your dad's grave and just grieving over losing here on earth, the man that you called Superman. And even though you said he didn't have the superpowers like the x-ray vision and, and the strength and the cape and all of that, he was the man that said, God will not bring pain without a purpose. And I love, absolutely love your perspective through the pain. And I want Lip Talk Nation to understand perspective. I like to put up quotes a lot of times, and just say perspective for you. And it is exactly that. You won't have pain without a purpose. You will not experience such a loss without it. But your perspective, Ava, you changed your mind. God needed my Superman. I love that. And so that's why he had to do things in heaven. And lip talk nation, some of you are grieving right now. And I want you to hold on to those words. You will not have pain without a purpose. So let yourself have those bad days because Ava, it sounds like you did. You went and you grieved. You let yourself grieve. You went to the, the cemetery and, and you have an excellent, every day. I can't even imagine. But at the same time, you also gave hope in those words, you know, with your perspective. So thank you so much for being vulnerable with us and sharing your story. I'm so curious right now, what were the steps that you took to get yourself back on your feet? So I know that you were on welfare. I know that you decided, but what were some of those things that you did. Did it include positive affirmations, scripture reading, writing? I know that you're an avid writer. So tell us, walk us through some of that, what you did to get back on your feet.
1: I actually, I started writing. Um, I went back to college. I started doing more book signings. I, um, started meeting with a lot of women. Sometimes I just, I used to just drive up on the side of the street and I see a mother or a a mother and a child standing on the bench and I'll just sit up there and I'll just talk to them. Just telling my story, telling my testimony, and and give them a hug or or buy them a lunch or um, just help them out in some kind of way. And I started volunteering at like oh local shelters here. I started wanting to just donate clothing to people that, that were in need. And I also started having like like I said a focus group. I started just going out talking to women and just in the store or like sometimes I remember one night it was a lady in the, in Kroger she couldn't afford all her uh, food. So she had to leave most of her food there. I didn't say anything. So what happened was when she went out to her car, I bought the rest of her food and I took it to her car and she broke down and cried and she said, thank you. She said, thank you, because I really needed it. And she said, I thought God had gave up, but God uses people as vessels. He uses us to do, you know, do his work. And so I gave her a hug and me and her cried in the parking lot for about 30 minutes. And she said, I just want to give up. It's just too hard. I can't do this. And I said, yes, you can. And she said, well, how do you know? I said, I got three children myself. And she said, I'm on welfare. I said, I was too. You know, and I gave my testimony and I started just visiting churches. And I, until I found my church, the Manuel Baptist Church. And once I found my church and I started going to like the single ministries and then I started um actually going to the women ministries on Wednesday night and started participating actively in church, I got my whole atmosphere turned around by being in a positive atmosphere around my church family, around, it's not so much friends, because I I really didn't have that many, but I started surrounding myself by just doing the things God would want me to do, by going into the community, meeting and taking care of people, showing kindness, showing love, and so that's how God has really opened up doors and started blessing me, and in the midst of it, all the things that I went through, that's, that's the reason I have the titles to the books that I write. If I wouldn't have went through the things that I have went through, I wouldn't even be able to talk to the talk to the people or even be able to write the books that I write. And so God reminded me, he said, I said, Lord, this is my dream to write books, to do these things. But God said, delay does not mean deny just because it has not happened yet. doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but he said, I can't give it all to you. There are steps just like the steps that I'm taking now. There are steps to get to your dreams.
0: Okay. So I have tears in my eyes right now, Ava. What a, powerful and an inspirational story going up to a lady and handing her groceries that she couldn't buy that is so touching but what I heard you say and the steps that you took to get back on your feet is that you started serving your community you started helping others you started giving back and that's exactly what we are all called to do so if you listen to Simon Sinek and and any of his works and, and the great leaders out there, And john maxwell it is about serving so you are taking those necessary steps and i also love that you said there are steps that you have to take to get to your greatness and to your success and it's not going to happen once again overnight however if you continue serving others you will have the greatest joy and the greatest happiness and you will get up off of your feet okay lip talk nation that was so powerful. Um, I want to switch gears, but I don't want to take away from what you just gave us and, and your invulnerability. But uh, thank you so much for sharing your story, Ava, with us. And And it's time to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level. We call this our lightning round. And the questions are simple and easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Here we go. If you could have a superpower, what would it be?
1: Um if I could have a superpower, I think it would be able the the ability to to go back in time.
0: Go back in time. I'm writing that down. That's awesome. All right, how do you like your coffee? Um dark. Dark. Boom. <laughs> um <Yes>. most embarrassing <laughs> moment.
1: Um, my most embarrassing moment was when I said I, one day I got dressed up to go to my son's school and um, what happened was I fell because it was a water bottle and I didn't see it. Oh, man. <laughs> and I fell flat on my face. On your face? <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was, yes. I mean, and it was muddy water oh. and I was in all white.
0: Oh, man. That's not funny. <laughs> yeah. that, I'm glad that you are not in that moment anymore. <laughs> Wow. I know. <laughs> oh well, thank you for sharing that with us. What is your favorite sport?
1: Um, uh, actually, basketball.
0: Basketball.
1: Yes, I love basketball. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. I have our boys.
0: Of course, that's awesome. Do any of them play?
1: No, um, they they played last year, but they're not playing this year.
0: That's okay. Basketball. Boom. What is one thing you can't live without?
1: My children
0: oh
1: thank god i can't live without god and my children
0: yes that's so awesome and our final fun question what is your favorite color
1: red red means uh i love red because red is the color of valentine's day but red means love and you know when i think about love i think about how god shed his blood how jesus shed his blood on you know calvary for us so it's my favorite color
0: Red, I uh, get this answer often, and I love the way that you explain that. Boom. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Ava, (laughs) yes, for sharing some fun facts about you. You have the gift definitely to inspire, and you are doing great things. Do you have any final tips or advice for the listeners that think they don't deserve to be happy?
1: That you deserve it. You deserve deserve all the great – you deserve all the happiness you deserve – Everything that God has designed on this earth, you deserve it. You deserve it. Whatever makes you, you, you deserve to be able to get out there and get it. Your dreams, you you deserve to have your dreams fulfilled. You deserve to live in the area you want to live in. You deserve to uh, be where you want to be, travel to where you want to travel to. You deserve to have everything. You only live life once. So while you're living that life once, make sure that you lived your life the way you want to live it, according to God's will, of course. However, but make sure that you make the most out of it. You only get one life because after this life, you're gone. So at the end of the day, you pray, keep God first, and God will order your steps. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing to me. I may not be where I want to be, but I thank God that I'm not where I used to be.
0: Ava, you make me smile. Lip Talk Nation, I hope that you have been inspired today listening to Ava's story. I know we only touched a little bit of it, but I can't wait to tell them about your other books. Um, I'm super excited. So where can we find out more about you, Ava, and where we can purchase any of your books, especially your newest one, You Don't Deserve Me, Knowing Your Worth and Realizing You Don't Have to Settle.
1: Actually, all my books can be purchased at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, books a million on online at amazon.com. Uh Tate Publishing Company that's my that's my publishing company that I use. They're based out of Oklahoma. Um there's several outlets that are selling my books.
0: Okay, so can you list uh the books for us that you've written so far?
1: Yes, ma'am. The first one is called Lord Help Me, I'm a Single Mother. And it talks about the hardships, the trials, the uh, victory, and basically dealing with becoming a single mother and also um, just putting God first and letting him know that you can't do it by yourself. And God works with me and he helps me and I become victorious. Um my second book is called My Superman Was My Dad and it's a love story to fathers around the world that don't get the dedication and don't get the acknowledgement that they deserve because they're our heroes. Um uh, my third book is called I Won't Tell and it's a voice for every battered woman. It talks about um a domestic abusive relationship that I was in and I labeled it I Won't Tell because when the police kept coming to my house all those times and kept saying who did this to you and I kept saying I won't tell. So I labeled that book is because If you don't tell, then you will die where you're at. You have to get the voice to say, you know what? Hey, I don't deserve to be pounded, beat on, or attacked. I deserve more. And so my number four book is called you Don't Deserve Me Knowing Your Worth and Realizing You Don't Have to Settle the Book that we went over in regards to having a bad relationship, in regards to getting something that basically takes away from who you are and knowing to love yourself more to know that you deserve better. Uh, my number fifth book is called You Only Get One Mother, and I dedicate that book to my mom to, as a love story around the world to let women, know, women and men know that you need to celebrate your mother and your father while they are living because you only get one. Uh, My number six book that's on the way out, actually, is called God Needed My Superman, and basically that's a a story to basically help people grieve the loss of their father, and it's in production right now, so it's not out, but that's, that's what I'm working on.
0: Wow, there you go, Lip Talk Nation. She's got those several books out and you can get them at Walmart, Barnes & Nobles, Amazon. She's pretty much everywhere at Even tape Publishing. That is so exciting. Once again, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. Ava, thank you for spending time with us here at Life in Purple. You are so awesome. Lip Talk Nation, this is the place where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story. Once again, Ava, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you haven't had a chance to download my new ebook, How to Face Your Fears and Live a Life with Passion, go to liptalklearn.com and you can download it for free, which is normally a $29 value. And you will also get a workbook for free that is included. If you are an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at Laura We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.